We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back at it here on a Tuesday morning. It's early break with Sip and Jake. Once again, Jake Sorensen is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. So I'm Jake Bakovin filling in. Uh, if you only wake up in the mornings, I actually, and, and you kind of like my voice. Some people, I guess, like me a little bit. I uh, actually do a show later on in the day here at 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, actually, a few shows. Uh, the Ticket Water Cooler <laughs> starts at 3, and then On the Block starts at 4. So Three Tune shows in. today. <laughs> three shows, yeah. Bach, how old are you? I am 31. I'm, I'm Reggie Miller. Yeah, yeah, Mike Piazza. There you go. Who's in, who's in that? We did this 31 <laughs> with someone's birthday last week. Who else is 31? Jamel White from Nebraska basketball. Those years, you remember Jamel White? Hell yes. He was Great there for shooter. like a cup of coffee. Yeah. Great shooter. <laughs> yeah. Went to Syracuse. Did he? No, that was Andrew White. Oh, oh. oh. I'm talking about like Doc. Oh. I think this is uh, Doc Sadler's maybe one of his first teams. Jamel? Yeah, I think he, play, he was from like New York. He played. He like had a few good games for Nebraska and transferred. I will tell you that I don't remember him. I remember That's Andrew White. Yeah, Andrew White, the third. Yes. See, some things just stick with you. I don't know why Jamel White does. 31. See, you're, that why I asked is because you're young and you can handle all this. Your energy level's good. Yeah, and I didn't even have soda this morning. Usually, I need some. Are you okay? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna take a nap. Are you? <laughs> I think that's gonna help me uh, get through today. Okay. Now we have a. Now this topic is is interesting. Set it up, Buck. Okay. Well, obviously, kind of the situation over the weekend. There was so much news to get to with the draft, and you know everything that kind of went down yesterday uh, that we haven't uh, just kind of been into the the news of Jordan Addison and the potential tampering situation that's going on with him. He's the the Blitnikoff Award winner, the best award for the best receiver in the nation um, out there at Pitt, um, and uh, it, it just kind of happened over the weekend that uh, that he's been recruited by USC and some other schools before. Entering the transfer portal. Yeah, he was not which in would the be tampered. portal, right? Yeah. yeah. Jordan Addison with 100 catches. He is the player that Mark Whipple, Nebraska's current offensive coordinator, who was at Pitt last year, built that offense around. Kenny mm -hmm. Pickett and Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison, 100 catches, 17 touchdowns. Now, now what happens? All these schools contact him. It, without he's not in the portal. Right. I don't. He's, is he? In, I don't think he's in the portal right now. The, the, it's kind of weird because it, he's not in the portal right now. He's not in the portal right now. You had up until the the first of May to get in the portal and be able to play this upcoming year. Um, but the schools have like forty eight hours after the first of May for that to get cleared and let you know if they got him in or not. So, so it's like there's May still 30. a chance he might be in it. Yeah, which yeah. is today. But what happened is this. Okay. So he was contacted. So think about. I just want you to put yourself in Pat Mar Narduzzi's shoes. What did they do last year? Win the ACC? Yeah. How many games did they win? I don't know. 11. I think eleven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Coming off just a magnificent season, right? Yeah. N Narduzzi. Then he goes to the draft. Okay. Pat Narduzzi's at the draft with Kenny Pickett. Look at this. Look at the Pitt quarterback getting drafted by yeah. the hometown team. Look at my team. Look at my team. I got a team coming back. I got one of the best players in the country, a Heisman Trophy candidate. Yeah. Pat Narduzzi's on the top of the world until what? Until what? He finds out there's teams calling his best player. Yeah. And offering him NIL deals. Bach, I know you're very supportive of this stuff, but what would you have said if 
before Eric Crouch's final season at Nebraska, I don't know, Florida comes in and says, hey, come on. I got we got two million for you. Yeah. Then 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 how supportive are you of NIL? <laughs> well, part of the reason I'm supportive of NIL is because it benefits Nebraska. <laughs> but no, more more more. Uh, you know, not not as much a jest there. Um, yeah, you it's, where it's, I'm coming oh from? yeah, it's it's not a good look. It's it's something that um, in this new world, even if we put guardrails and guidelines around, I mean that's what's happening with Baylor Shireman. You don't think South Dakota State's like, hey. <laughs> that that like we had the yeah, best player in the conference. Right, right. Oh yeah. I don't know how the South Dakota State coach looks at this. We'll get back to Addison. I've wondered this. How does the South Dakota State look at all this? Does he look at it like this is great for our program? Look at this. Yeah. I developed this player who's now moving into another realm. Or I don't think I would look at it that way. I would look at it like, my God, we're losing what would have been our all-time best player, maybe a guy yeah. who could take us to what? I mean, South Dakota State, to maybe NCAA tournament wins. Right, yeah. Um, I don't know that I'd look at it like, oh, this is great. But you have to have some self-awareness, I suppose, is where I'm coming from. And, and, and South Dakota State, I would hope he sees that as a win, right? I mean, if you've, if you've moved a guy at South Dakota State to Duke, yeah. right? I, I get it. I mean, that's the goal. <laughs> right. It's not the goal, though. Well, that's part. That it's should be part to of the win goal. As much as you possibly can, not develop players so other schools can win. That's your. That's not my goal. Well, right. But I'm just saying. Again, that's. The, I'm not. I'm not a feed. I'm not. I'm not taking South Dakota State and saying I'm a feeder school to the powers. Well, you don't want to, but ultimately your goal is to move them up into better situations to go on to the NBA or to go on, and you know that's their goal. So if you're you're helping them achieve their goal, that's a, that's very that's part of the of goal, right? That's very magnanimous of you. Well, but it's also the self awareness of where you're at. But if you're at Pitt, you at least want to say we're a Power Five program. Like that's a little bit different conversation than South Dakota State. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Let's get back to Pitt. The problem is, and this is maybe not even an NIL discussion in college football. Is it just gravitating to the point where Pitt is sort of like South Dakota State, and you just have these, these you know, these schools that are always at the top, just go, they're going to stay at the top. I don't know what's going I don't know why people think that's changing. Yeah. The, I, these people who believe that NIL is going to even the landscape. What you, where, where's that? Where's it? Why would you think that? I don't think it's going to even the landscape. I think what it's going to do is at least help the st- schools that I like to be good, like Texas and F- Florida and, and USC and Miami, mm-hmm. help them nope. be good. The, yeah. the power brands, like the, yeah. they can flex their muscles a little bit. I'll also say this. They've already been doing this for years. I mean, this is this the NIL is more transparent, but this isn't the first time USC boosters have put together a deal for somebody. No, but it wasn't. You've never seen a case where USC came into a program and just took its best player. The tampering is the problem, right? That's okay. I think that's the line that we can draw. Right. I'm you're you're I guess more um hesitant to buy into the NIL world. Here's my question not, not to necessarily you. that it's not good but there's no rules around it, right? No, I'm okay with paying players. There's a there's it's a billion dollar industry and they deserve a cut. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Now, here's my problem. This is the crux of the problem. I was reading about Addison yesterday. I was reading these these there's two columnists at the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, Ron Cook and Paul Zeiss. Both of them kind of made the same point that the follow stay with me here, Brock. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what you th- think about this. Both of them made the same point that the transfer portals not the issue. It's the tampering. Okay? It's the right. tampering that's the issue. 
Now, what I say is that's a really, really strange way to look at this. Because where I'm coming from is this. You're, you can't have the transfer portal and no tampering. So if you're, if you're trying to tell me that, oh, SIP, the transfer portal's fine, it's the, it's the right thing for college football, it's the tampering that's the problem, then that's, you're, you're full of it. You're, you're trying to – come on, because you're not going to have the transfer portal without tampering. The yeah. reason I'm against the transfer portal is because of tampering. That's, the, that's probably the number one reason. You think coaches aren't going to tamper? They're recruiting off Nebraska's roster right now as we speak. Yeah. Okay? Well, and they don't – What do you think you're going to end tampering? It's Again, there's, there's a, a thin line between cheating and cheating and getting caught, and that's always been the case, right? And yeah. then, but but then there's See also what I'm saying? yeah, but I mean there is I mean and that's that's kind of what the the questions are around Lincoln Riley and, and what did he do? If Lincoln Riley is just around the offices and Caleb Williams is walking by the door and he sees him coming and then he just oh, I want to start a conversation with my assistant coach here, boy that Jordan Addison's really good. I what we wouldn't do to get him here. Well, and, here's and then the watch issue. him walk by. Here's, you know he talks to you know. Here's the issue, Bach. There's agents now. Yes. Player agents. Okay, that agent. Okay, NIL, NIL agents for it, people that would be confused. Can't hire an agent to go to the league. Right. Um, that's a different NIL category. Agent, NIL agents. NIL agent talks to somebody affiliated with USC. That's, that's I, I don't know, is that technically tampering? Probably not, but it's that's what's happening. It's the gray area of this whole right. mess. That the problem beyond this whole thing is the NCAA, as we know, doesn't have a grip. We definitely saw that. Through the, um, you know, through the 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 season, the COVID season, Don't where play. all the all the all the conferences bickered and didn't understand. Nobody's on the same page. You can't blame the NCAA for this mess. Well, not, the, not, the, not it's not the NCAA inherently. It's that the NCAA is not a. You need. We've said this for years. You need a commissioner. You, the NCAA is a babysitter, not a parent. That's part of it, but I think a lot of this just come. And when I say that about the NCAA, what I'm talking about is. You can't possibly expect the NCAA to have the the person enough personnel to enforce this stuff. I mean, it's yeah. the enforcement's impossible. You'd need an NCAA representative in every locker room more than I mean, going you, off you, into the linebacker room and yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, yeah, there's no way. I mean, I can't hang this on the NCAA. I, but but my point when I'm reading these columns, it's very frustrating to me. To, to hear these guys who are smart guys saying the transfer portal's fine, it's the tampering that's the problem. Come on. Come on. Think about it. If you're going to create a transfer portal, there's going to be tampering. Mm -hmm. That's why I didn't think the transfer portal was a good idea. Or that's one of the reasons. There's other reasons. But that's that's the main reason. You're not going to stop tampering. It's got, this is going to keep happening. You just got to get used to it. If you're all about player movement and they can move at any time and just make it kind of a willy-nilly deal where rosters are unset all the time, then that's, that's the world you, you're inviting. And mm -hmm. I pray to God, Bach, believe me, I'm rooting for college football. I don't even know what we're going to call it, but I'm rooting for whatever iteration it's going to be. I want it to be okay. My livelihood depends on it. Okay, but where's but, this? What, where's but, what, but I'm sip. That's but going I'm too praying. far. I'm what, praying. But what's gonna happen? What's the worst that happens if guys move around and there is tampering? 
Like you still have if you still have Florida and Florida State playing on a Saturday, I'm still interested if I'm in Florida. If if if, I think if, so. if those if those brand I, names I right. meet up, I pray you're the helmets right. on the football field. I mean, these rosters, uh, you only in college especially, you've only had guys that stick around for four or five years tops to begin with. It's it's always been fluid. the brands that stick out more so than the the players over the long okay. term in college football, and God, that will continue. God, I hope you're right. I hear from a lot of people though that are backing away from it, and you can't deny, Bach, there's coaches leaving left and right. But that's fine, and that's the one thing that I I like. That's why that's where I disagree with you most is that the old guard or the old school coaches that don't like the new world, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. Move on. You're you've had you've had your time, and I don't. If if you don't want to adjust to the new world, that's fine. But there's going to be Lincoln Rileys. There's going to be up and coming coaches oh, yeah. who are going to adapt to the situation uh-huh. or thrive in the situation. Well, There's still going to be top five coaches. There's still going to be top what, five What I won't teams. do, though, is disrespect someone who has values, and they, and they draw the line. I'm not disrespecting Coach K. I'm not, respecting 60, I'm not disrespecting six-year-old Jay Wright for having values and saying this isn't, this isn't the way it look, should be. I, I, I believe I don't have any reason to question Jay Wright. And I don't think he's getting out because he can't adjust or he can't, you know, he can't thrive in this world. I think he's getting out because he sees that it's this doesn't look right. Um, you can't. I mean, it's compromising their ability to coach. Um, it's you can't. There's a lot of compromises going on. And if we just want this free world where guys can leave on a on a on a whim, Bach, it's going to happen in Nebraska. Oh yeah. And I I use the crouch. I mean, if 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 they if someone came and got Crouch, you know, what if, what if Nebraska gets really good in the next? I don't know. It's it's hard to make a comparison right now because it seems far fetched. But if Nebraska threw out an eleven win season and and Alabama came and got Decoldis Crawford, Engineering Bonner, mm-hmm. and and whoever the quarterback was, then what? What are you saying? Are you saying, oh, this is great, Sip? The brands will always be the brands. Sip, come on, get with the program. Are you still saying that? Well, it, it makes it more of an. If, if an Nebraska uphill goes climb. from an eleven win to a, a four win because because Alabama came in with with three million dollars and took your three best players on a, on a just like that. I mean, just they're gone like that. I don't know if Nebraska's in that situation. <laughs> Oh, they could be in that situation. Now there are teams that are that are. Why would Nebraska not be in that situation? Pitt. What what makes different? What differentiates Nebraska? What differentiates Nebraska from Pitt? Well, I mean, there there are reports out there that uh, the latest um, multiple sources. Uh, I'll go ahead and read it. Multiple sources have indicated to twenty four seven Sports that O'Shawn Mathis' decision to pick Nebraska, um, the ideal part was significant. One source said it was in the mid six figure range. Yeah, of, co- of course it is. Well, so that that means that Nebraska is more of a have than a have not. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'll I think a, Casey I, well, Thompson. You, you, you has think NIL spoken puts, light? You think NIL puts Nebraska on the same plane as Alabama? No. Um, Come on. But it does give I mean, them just quick get out of the fantasy world purchasing I mean. power. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean. I mean, like you, Alabama doesn't have USC is not in the same world as Alabama right now. Uh, and then all of a sudden, one offseason, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, you're singing a different tune when it happens to Nebraska. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Let's get to Chris. If he's still there on the Honda of Lincoln hotline, Chris, how's it going? Hey, hey guys. Great show. Yeah. And, and all this that you're talking about are obviously easily foreseen circumstances that came from this, this 
madness they put forth. Um, these are not unforeseen circumstances. No, they're not. Like they're not. Like to put out. No, no, no. There are no such things as unforeseen circumstances. These things, anybody with a brain was saying this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Nebraska's not a player. I mean, you know, just a few weeks ago they were saying, oh, Nebraska's throwing around $800,000 when, you know, other teams, one guy gets, you know, a million and a half, two million. So Nebraska's not a player. I mean, it, you know. It's okay. It's better than Iowa State and Colorado and other schools that don't really care about football. Um, but uh, you know, we're we're not ever going to be, you know, a really good program again. We're we're you know middling at best, and we're not going to be able to compete with you know these other schools uh, and what they can throw around with their uh, NIL money. Um, you know, I mean, college football, and I hate to say break if you said, but five or ten years, I mean, it's going to be like AAA baseball. So it'll be a little more prestigious because of the background of, of college football. But you know, it, it's it, it's going the direction of, of uh, you know, it's going to go away as you know, as it is as a really important part of American uh, society in the next five or ten years, as it just kind of more, mm. more and more. Because you can't stop it. I mean, it's it's out. It's it's going to be done. In five or ten years, I just don't. Uh, that where, scares me. Why, that scares me. Why? Where's Where's this? That the Where's this idea that the entire sky is falling on it? I don't. I don't, I don't see know. that. I Bach. I don't necessarily see it. I just hope you're right and Chris is wrong. I don't. Thanks for the call, Chris. Yeah, thank you, Bach. I pray that you're right. I I don't know though. I don't. I don't. I hear a lot of what Chris says. I hear a lot of fans back in a way. But this whole idea that, that this is changing the fact that USC and Alabama get the top players, that's this has been going on for decades. In the nineties it might you know, it changes teams from time to time. Yeah, in the eighties it was Miami but but you, and nineties you you know, Florida State. You understand what's happening differently now. There was no, I can't ever remember a case where a team just came in and took the best player out of an, out of a, another power five program. This is for what it's worth. It hasn't happened quite yet, right? This this Jordan Addison right. deal is not a done deal. Um, you know that didn't happen. Well, the Lakers can't go pluck Ja Morant off the Memphis grid. This is not the same. Like when people are telling me, "Come on, sip." It's, it's that's what happens in the pros. No, it doesn't. It doesn't happen in the pros. No, they don't. It doesn't happen like that. That's not there's there's regulations. Well that and that's the problem there's again guardrails. when when you don't want to blame the NCAA that's part of the the problem in the structure. It's not necessarily what they're doing in those offices. It was the structure. It was foisted upon the NCAA so fast that there's no way they could have they could have Well that's because it, it was <laughs> that's because it they they manipulated they the system and and, right. and took advantage of the kids for so long that if you didn't make a plan for it when it should have hey, happened be careful what took advantage of the kids. I mean, come on. They College football was doing this fine. Has been I've never heard one player complain to me at any moment that he was feeling put upon. But the, the point is this has been a, a way bigger business for the players not to get a part of it for sure, a long time. I agree with that. So to not have it had any plan in place or, you know, but again, it's it's not. It's not hey, hey, 
face it, Bach, you helped bring this on. I mean, this is this is the mess that we created. Yeah. Okay. And there were unintended consequences going to be a part of it. Now we have to. Oh come on. We have to put it back together, right? And eventually, that's where it is. Is they weren't unintended consequences. These are consequences a lot of people saw coming. Well, you saw them coming, but they're unintended. They weren't. They weren't. Yeah, right. You just. You <laughs> yeah. like. You saw them coming, but you didn't prepare for them. Right. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do song of the day. Wrap up the hour here on early break. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. 